Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dream Leapers Inspiration. I'm your host, Harriet Cole. As always, honored to be with you today. It's a beautiful day. Have you looked outside? See the sun is shining? Wherever you are, I know the sun is shining, even if there's a little bit of cloud. Where I am, it's just beautiful here in New York City in Harlem. And I'm happy to be here and happy to be connected to you. What interesting times we are going through, huh? I mean, unprecedented, hard to put your finger on. Where should you be in the midst of all that is swirling around us in this moment? How do you fit yourself into this moment and the experiences, the thoughts, the feelings, the concerns, the uh, agitation, the questions. How do you fit in to what's going on in our world? That's always a good question because, you know, we, you will probably remember your parents saying that it's important to be in it, but not of it. You know that, that comment that we are in the world, we're living in the world, we're moving about, we're experiencing our lives, we're working, we are doing whatever it is that we have to do in order to survive and thrive. Now, hopefully we're thinking about thriving in addition to surviving. So that means we are in it, but being of it is different. Being of it means that you are caught up in it and in the fabric of whatever is going on, whether it is in alignment with your beliefs or not. And I want to recommend that we recognize the difference. And when we recognize that we have a choice as to how we flow in space, how we engage, how we look at whatever is happening in our world, then we can harness a bit of control. And I think that that sense of having control over our own person, over our thoughts, words, and deeds. You know, I talk about that all the time. When we have control, it allows us to make different kinds of choices. And today, I wanted us to focus on our attitude. Believe it or not, attitude has so much to do with choice. Do you think that's true for you? Do you ever find yourself being what we call moody? <laughs> yeah. And do you find yourself slipping into a mood and maybe at first not even recognizing that you're there? I was talking to my daughter this weekend about the Zodiac. And she said, Mommy, it's so interesting as she's observing the way that people behave. And she was pointing out, well, that person's a Virgo. That person's a Taurus. That person's whatever it is, a Sag. And she said, I think that that behavior is based on the Zodiac. And she's really been studying a bit about the Zodiac and the rising signs and moon signs and all of that. And I take nothing away from the fact that there's a tremendous interest in the Zodiac. And because it has to do with science, probably there's a lot that's true about it. So for all of you who are uh, uh, lovers and studiers of astrology, I have nothing against it whatsoever. What I do also believe is that we can have 
a greater control of our selves, of our thoughts, words, and deeds than the pull of uh, forces from the zodiac. Could I be wrong? Maybe. And say not the zodiac of astrology. Why do I say that? Because when I was talking to my daughter, she was pointing out, well, you know, that person's moody, but you know, that person is whatever uh, astrological sign. I want us to consider that as human beings with the prescience that we have, with the connection to the divine that we have, that we can rise above whatever limitations may have been put on us by other forces. Do you agree with that? Do you think that's possible? And with that in mind, I'm thinking of attitude. Now, attitude is not a scientific concept, but it's something that we think about a lot and we notice, let's say, a person's attitude and, and outlook about the day, about life. Are, do you have people in your life who are just that glasses have empty kind of person versus glasses have full? Two different attitudes, two different outlooks on the world and the experiences that are happening in our world. If you have the attitude that there is abundance, you're going to see abundance. If you have the attitude that there's not enough for you, you're not going to find what you need. If you allow yourself to fall into a space of negativity because something bad happened because of whatever the because is, the list can be long. We are living in a pandemic. <laughs> We're living in more than one pandemic, an economic pandemic, a health pandemic, a racial justice pandemic, and who knows what else. I mean, the, the economic one is so profound that it's it's hard to see how far it reaches and how insidious it is on uh, on the ways in which we can live. And yet, our attitude can make a huge difference in terms of what we see. If you believe that there is enough abundance in the world for everyone, even if at this moment you're not experiencing it, my belief and what I've been taught is that you welcome it. If you have the attitude of abundance, of welcoming all the goodness that you believe you deserve, then your eyes can open to that abundance. And I've talked about this before, that there have been moments when I was worried about not having enough. And I looked, I opened my eyes, and right before me was something that I could do that would create abundance. But prior to opening my eyes and looking differently, I literally didn't see something that was staring me in the face. Has that ha ever happened for you? If you have an, a closed-minded attitude of you, are stuck. If you have listened to people telling you you're not worth it, you don't deserve something, you're always complaining, you don't, you know, just be quiet and accept whatever it is that's before you and, you know, shut up, stop. 
this pushback feeling. If you've had that experience in your life over and over and over again, it can be hard to adopt an attitude of welcoming, of abundance. Now, I have a friend who is so inspiring to me because regardless of what he has gone through, he has kept a positive attitude. And I want to welcome everybody who's joining right now. And we're talking about attitude. This friend of mine had the experience of having his mother pass suddenly. And even with that incredible tragedy, he kept the attitude that there's something good in life still waiting for him. He started, he restarted college as a grown man and decided that he would go degree by degree in order to ensure that he could get the education he needed in order to be in alignment with his destiny with very little resources, but with the belief that he deserved to receive this education that would support him and that he could find the resources he needed in order to make it possible. His story is so inspiring to me because he has maintained an attitude of abundance, no matter what. And I, he may even be on this broadcast right now. He's my good friend, Daryl Tillman, such an inspiration. I can't wait for him to tell his whole story. But why I'm talking about Daryl right now is because he lives in the attitude of positivity and abundance, no matter what. Now, that doesn't mean that he doesn't have days that are sad. I mean, we all do. But his faith and his attitude that there is enough for everyone, including himself, have served him very well. Why not you? If you can adopt the attitude that there is enough for you and everyone else, you don't have to take more than you deserve or need, nor does anyone else, then our world would be rebalanced. The attitude of welcoming abundance and of being able to sit and be with yourself and not clamor and reach out for something outside of yourself is how you begin to have the right attitude. So of course we work in the world, like I said, we're in it. We work in the world. We have to do whatever our responsibilities are. But if we start from a position of strength, of inner strength, of connection to divinity through our heart, through our breath, through our very being, the, the understanding that God's energy flows in and out of us all the time, if we adopt that attitude of knowing that we are divinely connected, then the way we look at the world changes. If you feel like you're walking with God all the time, all the time, that you're sleeping in that flow of God's energy, that you, as every step that you take, every call that you make can be inspired by the divinity that flows within you and everyone else, you can look at the world differently. You can have this incredible attitude of empowerment. 
You have all you need in order to walk with clarity and strength. You have all you need to be able to open your eyes and see a path forward, even if you are currently unwell, if your loved ones are unwell physically, emotionally, spiritually, if you connect to that divine power, suddenly, literally, your attitude can change and you can adopt the attitude of abundance, of possibility, of empowerment. Even if your circumstances feel dire, you can still adopt that attitude. And when you do, you draw forth positive energy. It is attractive. Light attracts light. Darkness attracts darkness. Let's stay in the light. Let's have the attitude of welcoming the light. My mother used to say, Notice the bright lights around you and pay attention to them. And I took that wisdom very uh, personally because you know, I do a lot of public speaking and I teach public speaking. And one of the things that I noticed following my mother's wisdom, whenever I walk into a room and now into a virtual room, when I can see your faces, what I do is to notice the bright lights. How do you do that? If there are people smiling at me, I notice the ones with the genuine smile. I'm walking into a room, even if it's a giant room, you usually can see at least the people in the front. I look out at individuals. I look out and notice who is smiling back at me, offering me, you know, that virtual hug, that hug from a distance, who is sitting, waiting, believing that this is going to be a great engagement. Who do I notice that's a bright light? Those people, I make sure I have that exchange of energy with them, a genuine smile, a wholehearted belief that we are connected. And then to my mother's wisdom, notice the bright lights in the room, you stay in touch with them. So over the period of my career now, many, many years, I have done my best to stay in touch with people who stood out, who have stood out in my world for different reasons. And when, you know, not for an opportunistic reason, but just believing that there's goodness in that connection. And when you stay in touch with people having a positive attitude of connection, when the moment comes when you need that person or that person needs you, there's a natural flow. And you can connect and something great can come out of that connection. Attitude. Have a positive attitude. Believe that you deserve the best in your life. And trust that everyone else deserves that too. So you're not exalting yourself above someone else. You're exalting everyone. You are having faith every single one of us deserves to live in greatness. Every single one of us deserves to have whatever we need and at least some of what we desire. From that perspective, you can readjust your 
self to your circumstances. If you feel that you've had an overabundance of whatever it might be, share. Don't, don't clutch things that you don't need anymore. Share. Offer some of your bounty to others. If you feel that you don't have what you need and you're suffering, offer your time and talents in service. It may seem counterintuitive, but when people feel uh, contracted, brittle, hungry, um, spiritually hungry, if you volunteer, volunteer for at a soup kitchen, volunteer at a church, volunteer somewhere that will accept your volunteering right now, not only will you, you soften on the inside, you probably will get food, literally. It's, it's amazing how the attitude of service, of offering, can change your life. When you approach a situation from the attitude of service, you offer humility, even if you don't consider yourself a humble person normally, you, it's like you're bowing to the moment, to serving the moment rather than seeing what you can get. See the attitude shift to service rather than uh, entitlement. When you do that, people bow to you. You know how Asians are often, uh, they bow to each other. They're bowing to the greatness in each other. Think of that in your attitude. How can you bow to the greatness in another and offer that greatness in you to the moment, to the experience, to the person. An attitude of service often opens doors that you didn't even realize were there, let alone that they were closed or possibly locked, shut. The attitude of service is opening, is expansive, is welcoming because it's not uh, caught up in self-definition, identification, and desire. It is inclusive of the person, the experience, the moment before you. Attitude. Adopt an attitude of service. Adopt an attitude of expansion, of seeing that this world in which we live has enough goodness for every single one of us. And so you don't have to clutch anything. You don't have to hold on so tight because you might lose yours. You can take a breath and just trust that there's enough for all of us. With an attitude of service, you can help ensure that there's enough for all of us because you're part of the solution of making sure that we are hand in hand, arm in arm, connected, virtually connected, spiritually to each other, no matter who we are. There's one humanity and we want to preserve it and honor it and sustain it and uplift humanity. And we can do that based upon our attitude, a welcoming attitude of service, an attitude of seeing abundance rather than lack, helps us to open our eyes, open our hearts, and see what's really right in front of our faces. Will you practice that? Will you do that today? So here's, I'm starting now to give 
homework, an assignment at the end of each of these Dream Leapers inspirations. So for attitude, I want you to pay attention today to when you're having an attitude of abundance and welcoming and when you're not. And I want you to write it down. Write down when you notice that you're having the attitude of abundance that and an attitude of service. What are you doing? What's happening? What are you feeling? How is it benefiting you and others? When you notice that you're engaged in that expansive attitude of seeing the world through abundant eyes and living in the experience with service. Write down what's happening, what you're feeling, and what occurs when you are living in that space of abundance, attitude of abundance. And then if you have a time during the day when you're feeling contracted, when negativity is clouding your vision, in the moment that you notice that that's happening, Make note of what's happening and pay close attention to it so that you can notice how could you change it. What can you do to shift your attitude? Can you take three cleansing breaths? And that helps you to redirect your steps and your vision. Can you sit back and observe the whole situation Look at your role in it and decide, hmm, I could do this something differently right here. Pay attention. Your homework is to pay attention. Notice when you've had when you have the attitude of abundance and service. Notice when you're contracted and your attitude may be negative, may be sharp, may be judgmental. Write down what your experiences are and then Look at them and see what can you learn from each of those experiences. You can do it today. You can do it over the course of the week, but write it down. And then I ask you, please share with me what you are experiencing and what you're learning from your experiences. We want to take this moment of inspiration deeper. And the way you do that is by studying it. So will you do that? I hope you will. We can live in the attitude of abundance by practicing the attitude of service. It's interesting how they go together, abundance and service. Will you practice it today? I hope so. Write it down so that you can capture what you're experiencing and feeling and share it with me. You can... Share it with me at my email address, which is harriet at harrietcole.com. I'm going to spell it for you. H-A-R-R-I-E-T-T-E at H-A-R-R-I-E-T-T-E-C-O-L-E.com. And I'm going to put it in this box here so that you all can see it. So if anybody would like to share what you're experiencing... Please do. There it is. I just put my email address in there. I'd love to hear from you. We can learn and grow with each other by practicing the attitude of abundance. 
through the window of service. Thank you for being with me today. It's always a delight to be with you. Let us embrace a positive attitude and see where it takes us. Until next time, have a great day and make it count. Namaste.